Hey everyone, Pastor Joe here. Welcome to another episode of Bothell Amplified. I'm excited to be sharing this episode with you as we continue on in our summer sermon series, Love Your Neighbor. Uh, we're listening to and hearing the stories and testimonies of people in our community who are embodying what it means to love your neighbor, who are putting their love lived out. And so I'm excited today we hear from Marsha Stickle as she talks about uh, feeding and uh, the Bothell Community Kitchen program that has existed at our church for many years now. And she talks about what it means to see one another, especially across a table. Uh, we uh, build it off of Matthew chapter 25. Uh, check it out and I hope you are blessed. This summer, we are navigating this sermon series called Love Your Neighbor, listening to the powerful stories and testimonies of people in our community who are loving their neighbor, people in our community who are living out their love, who are expressing and sharing that love to those who we might want to keep marginalized and keep oppressed, people who are partnering alongside what God is already doing in the world and our hope is that we will hear these stories, that we will receive these stories and be challenged to go and do likewise. Last week, we heard the first of our testimonies, hearing from one of our graduates, Alex Watkinson, as she shared her hopes and dreams of loving neighbor through sustainable and equitable agriculture as a means of justice and beloved community. Today, we'll hear from Marcia Stickle in just a little bit about how she loves her neighbor. But you know, uh, the other day, we, uh, our family went to a birthday party uh, for one of our family friends. She turned six this week, so we met together with a couple other families in the park. Uh, I was wearing my shorts and a, and a basic t-shirt with my mask and my uh, Michigan baseball cap. And as we were uh, walking over to the picnic tables where our friends were already there, we, we passed a playground, and, and, and there was someone who was, he kept looking at me. And you know when you know someone is looking at you, but you're trying not to make eye contact, you're kind of just like walking kind of just straight ahead, uh, trying to not look either way? Well, I turned when I thought it was safe to look over. I, I was thinking that he was no longer looking at me, and I, I turned to, over there to see if I knew who he was, and we made eye contact. And he points to my hat, and he says, Go blue. And I chuckled, and I, I said, go blue back. I, I smiled with my eyes, and, uh, and we talked for a few moments uh, where we, when we graduated, our, our, some of our memories, what we're doing now, and before we wished each other well and, and moved on. I was reflecting on this later, this, this idea of being seen and acknowledged. I was thinking about how much easier it is to hide behind my mask how much more intentional I have to be to connect with someone through my mask, how much more exciting it is when, when connections do happen, when we get to see one another, to celebrate one another, when we acknowledge each other's presence, when we feel seen. In our, par in our parable this morning, Jesus is teaching his disciples, and, and, and in this one, he identifies two groups of people, 
On one side, there's those that the king welcomes into the kingdom for feeding the hungry, quenching the thirst for the thirsty, welcoming the stranger, clothing the naked, caring for the sick, and visiting those in prison. And on the other side, the king rejects those who did not do those things, feed the hungry, welcome the stranger, clothe the naked, and so forth. And in both cases, Neither group realized that these acts of mercy and kindness were for the Lord. That in doing or not doing these acts of mercy and kindness, they would be welcomed or not welcomed into the kingdom. And I think it's easy for us to simply think that doing good acts is what it takes to love a neighbor. But I wonder and I would challenge us that it goes deeper than that. Listen again to the questions that the righteous ask in our, in our text. They, they, they turn to the king after being welcomed in and they say, when was it when we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When was it that we saw you as a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? When was it when we saw you sick or in prison? When we saw you like that and cared for you, visited you. The unrighteous ask almost the same exact question. When was it when we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison? And when did we not see you so that we could not care for you? The caring, the serving... The actions related to loving neighbor come only after seeing the fullness of the person before us. To acknowledge the humanity, to recognize the sacred worth, the belovedness, to see one another, to see one another. Marcia Stickle, she's going to continue uh, this thought as she shares with us this morning on how she loves her neighbor. And I'm grateful to her for uh, taking the time to connect and record with us this week. I, I know I was blessed in getting to hear her story, getting to know her a little better, and I know you will too. So let's go to that video now. Hi, I'm Marcia Stickle, and my husband Gary and I have been attending Bothell United Methodist for almost four years coming up. Marcia, if you could think back to those four years ago, what drew you to our church? Well, we had been searching for, for a new church. We, we, we felt released from the one we had attended for decades, and um, some of our friends attend here and you hear good things and you try other churches and you have your standard. And the first day we came, it, it was, we're home. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And since then, I know that you and Gary have both been active in the life of our church, in the life of our community. What are some of the ways that you all are involved? Well, I uh, help Miss Nicole with with the kids' uh, events and Bible school. And um, and I also am involved with VCK, Bothell Community Kitchen. The first day we came to uh, Bothell United Methodist, we saw the the sign hanging down about the dinner on Sunday nights. And I'm like, 
Oh, wow, a community dinner? Oh, I like that. Yeah. What about that was uh, appealing to you? What, what drew your interest? Well, I, I wanted to know, it says community. Well, is it the church community? Or are you reaching out to non-church uh, people or non-members? And uh, that was very uh, appealing to me. So, you know, after you saw that sign and you, you were kind of drawn to it, how did you, how did you personally get involved? Well, um, we didn't, we didn't come to a dinner because we didn't, we didn't know what it was for. And then one day, Pastor Kristen and I, um, knew each other years ago through theater and, uh, she pulls me down on the chair and says, Bothell Community Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So you, you show up and you, it's just, yes, I can do this. This is something I can do. I, I can, this is how I can help. Um, and when you, when you realize that, you know, Jesus is right, Jesus is right there with you, feeding, feeding the group with you. And, and you, you see the teamwork. I love teamwork, teamwork and, and everybody's pitch, pitching in. Um, so, when when Kristen came right to it and said, "You need to do this," I did, mm-hmm. and that's where we started exploring and and uh, finding out what it really meant about the community kitchen. Yeah. What I love about the uh, the dinners about the community kitchen is how, as you're sharing, it's such an expression of love. Yeah. Right. The moment people walk in, you have a greeter. Yes. Right. People are invited to be part of the community, to come through the line with dignity, right? With respect. Yes. Yes. And then as you're saying, to sit at the table. Right. And to be present with one another. Yes. Yeah. This idea of love, you know, our summer series is love your neighbor. Talk us through a little bit about how you see um, the role that you play with Baco community kitchen Mm -hmm. and the kitchen itself, how those are expressions of loving our neighbors. Well, what I, what I love, about uh, BCK is you don't have to be a member of the church to come and cook or to wash dishes or, or to take the garbage out. Um, everybody does everything. It's, it's a, every, I mean, I have friends come help who are questioning their spirituality and questioning, um, um, my one good friend um, is is completely um, a follower of Jesus, and to see this, but she doesn't attend a church anywhere. But to see this group of people loving on the community by feeding them and by taking out the garbage for them and washing dishes and chopping salad is just—I uh, think that ministers to the people who come and help too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, it's just a, a lovely and good and peaceful and comforting way to, to serve, the, 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 serve the people that Jesus serves. One of the things I've heard you talk about is this idea of being around a table and sharing a meal. And so talk to me about what, what is the beauty in that? What, what are the things that you love about that picture? Well. What I love is the tables are round. Everybody gets in. I love that. 
And to be able to have um, a meal with someone you don't know, that's how you learn their story. You know, um, and, and, and if they want to know mine, I tell them. But the idea of sharing a meal to me is family, and that's love. And, um, I mean, we're not feeding the 5,000, but we'll, we'll feed 100 if you let us, right? Um, just that, that and, and you can sit at a different table every night. You can sit with different people every night and get to know them. And then next week you can wave at them and say, nice to see you again and see you next week. I love that. Why is it important to know each other's stories? Well, if you don't um, have their point of reference or their perspective, uh, then you just talk about yourself. You don't, you don't get to the meat of what they need or what they love. Or um, if you're listening to them, and, I, and I'm not a very good listener because I like to talk. But if, you're, if you can listen to their stories and um, on your face, listen with your face and your, so that they know that you hear them. You're not just, you know, listening. You're, you hear them. And I think that um, that's how you can forge a relationship with them so that they trust you and so that they want to come back and so that they know you really, really care. One of the things that I have loved about Bothell Community Kitchen is that it only not only feeds our bodies, but as you're sharing, it feeds our souls, and it feeds the relationships, and it feeds um, the community. As we look towards the future of how we continue to become Christ in the community, where do you see hope in the work that we get to do as we partner with God? Where do you see hope in our community, the broader community? I, I, I think that Vatha um, United Methodist has so many ways to reach the community. I think that is a big deal. That, that um, we are aware of needs and celebrations and um, hurts and joys and um, I think with Bapa Community Kitchen, that's just, that's, you know, to me, food and presenting food and sharing food is a conduit of Jesus' love. All right, so that was the latest sermon of our Love Your Neighbor Summer Series. I hope you really enjoyed that conversation with Marsha Stickle. I love how she brings into uh, our psyches the idea of seeing one another, to know one another, to be uh, involved in each other's lives, that uh, the act of caring and serving happens after we see one another. Hope this week is one where you can see the world around you and you might be challenged and inspired to love your neighbor in all the places that you will go. Stick around for our next episode coming later this week and have a great, great week. <laughs>